Well, welcome all. Uh, we appreciate you joining us for It's Covered, the insurance podcast, because if you think that insurance is boring, then you are not doing it properly. I'm one of your hosts, Paul. We are joined as always by Mel. How's it going, man? It's going good. Hello, 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 everyone. Good, good. So, yeah, we missed, we actually missed last week, and uh, that was a good um, 95% my fault. <laughs> that was um i was actually uh, on our normal night to record we uh, i was i was actually doing a last minute recording for uh for my other podcast and and so we got together the next day and decided on a time that we were going to get that we were going to you know I will re- not re-record, but actually record the first time. And um, that day came, and that's when I texted you. It's like this is not going to work. I'm just <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I have the article. You know, let me just when I have when I have 20 minutes, I'm gonna do I'm gonna just uh, record it solo because today is looking just uh, kind of crazy. And so the the part I don't think I told you was that I recorded this episode twice. And <laughs> it was terrible both times. <laughs> and I was just like, you know, I'm you know, I think I think that the audience would much rather us be a week late and not be terrible. I think you're right. Yeah, so, and I hope I hope you're right. <laughs> so, so, uh, so yeah, absolutely. And so we're going to, um, yeah, jump into the topic today. And uh, I this it was actually an article that was uh, that was uh, it was an Associated Press article, but I, I found it through the Insurance Journal. And we will link to that in our show notes if you are interested in in taking a look at it and this this really hits hope uh, close to home because we we are in the Houston area uh uh the our office is actually in a in a small town outside of Houston that's kind of close to the Brazos River and so we were really in the middle of everything when it came to flooding during Harvey and uh and and that that's what that's what this article is about the title is Texas developers use a fill for flood resilience scrutinized post Harvey. And I'm, uh, you know, we're not going to, we're not going to read this entire thing. I'm, you know, I'm certainly not going to narrate all the slimes I've killed, but, um, going to, starting a little bit from the beginning, uh, Texas home developers practice of using dirt to raise homes above a floodplain is drawing increased scrutiny. As experts question flood resilience measures after Hurricane Harvey, some experts argued using dirt or fill reduces storage for stormwaters and worsens flooding, the Houston Chronicle reported. Uh, now, right away, one of the problems with this article is we don't link. They, they never tell us who these experts are. And right. the the Chronicle article is not linked. And so I'm going to tell you, I'll tell you right up front. Um. This article has a lot of good stuff in it and and a lot of of really just kind of nonsense that honestly seems to be people like setting up a lawsuit. I don't want to just just blanket conclude that, but that's kind of what it sounds like to me. Um, but the next uh 
the next line is, um, uh, you know, that this Houston attorney, Jim Blackburn, uh, is saying that the practice uh, creates a perception of safety from flooding that might not be justified. Using fill to lift property out of floodplains is, quote, and this is a quote, legal but arguably unethical. It sends the wrong message. And so, uh, like I said, we're not going to go into the rest of the article, but there, there's there's two main points here that I think are actually both really good points that are applied are applied uh, not really that well. Um, the first point is that when when we change the basically basically when we change the landscape, it changes the floodplain. Yep. And this is true. And, and in, you know, you and I, I mean, we see this firsthand because where we are, there are currently like two or three master plan communities going in around our office. Um, you know, actually one of them really close to our office, but around our office. And, you know, and, and, and of course they're, you know, uh, as, as is the practice around here. They, they kind of build up the land for the houses to sit on and then they, and then they take down another section of the land for like a retention pond. And, yes. and that, that kind of evens things out. But even though it's evening out, you know, between the, the, the square footage of raising and lowering, you know, water just doesn't simply appear at the lowest point. It flows there. Right. You know? And when we change the landscape, we change how that water goes. And, and you and I actually saw this firsthand during Harvey because we're both relatively close to one of the two reservoirs that were, that were opened up. Right. And you saw it because you were on the west side of that, of, of one of those reservoirs. And, and how, like, and how the, the water actually backfilled west, even though they opened it to the east. And, you know, but, but it, it would have been really fascinating if we weren't all just like in a panic that we're, we're going to get flooded. Right? <laughs> you know, right. I mean, you know, nobody was thinking of, uh, of, uh, analyzing the, yes. Well, I gotta know, admit, I was, I was to an extent. There. But, oh. But, but yeah, you know, yeah, after, after I realized my house was not going to get flooded, it, it, it was kind of an interest to, to me, like, wow, look, this water's doing interesting stuff. Um, but, uh, on my side of things, you know, I'm, I, I live on the same highway as, as one of those reservoirs, but it, the water came out east. And then circled around north of me. And so, like, like if that water had taken a straight line from point A, the reservoir, to point B, where it ended up, it would have gone straight through my house. But it didn't. You know, it went kind of that roundabout way. And that's what happens when, you know, when we change the landscape. Yeah, that's, um, I mean, with, with, with all the the construction around I know my house those retention walls that you were you were talking about I think from last year to now I have four of them 
that are close to my house and uh, from the time that uh, uh, or all the times that it that it you know lots of rain and it it, it you had the stream of uh, flooding in the area um, each time it's different from the streets how they look and uh, uh, where the water is coming from so I mean every time you know spade goes in the ground something changes right right absolutely and that and that's one of the things that i, I mean i you know and, and you and i tell tell our customers this all the time but when they're inquiring about flood insurance is you know the these these maps that we make are helpful they're really nice guides but don't put your faith in them because you, you know, I mean, we can make a map today and it's out of date tomorrow. It might not, I mean, it might be an out of date just a little bit, like, like such a fraction of a percent, it doesn't really matter, but it's starting to get out of date. The second, you know, some bulldozer, um, starts digging and the bulldozers are already on the side of the road on my way to work. And so they're going to be digging in the morning anyway. So, um, the, these things really change things. And so, you know, we, we get to a storm like Harvey. Which is something we've, we've never seen before. And we see the water react to our landscape in, in a way that we hadn't seen before again, because it was a completely new situation. Um, with, with, I mean, really, um, circumstances that we, we as a whole did not foresee. And so, we saw people who were in the highest floodplain get eight feet of water in their house and other areas that were in a lower floodplain get nothing. Yeah. And it's all about, you know, where the water is and where it's going and how it's getting there. And it's and just because you're in a, in on, uh, on, on a high spot doesn't mean that the water does not have to go through you to get some, get to where it's going to be settled. Right. So, um, that, you know, that, that's, that's one of the points that they're making here. And the other point is another good point is that a lot of these, uh, a lot of these floodplains give a false sense of security. Now, I think that, I think this attorney is completely overstating it by saying that, um, you know, like, like, uh, building like, like, and, and what they're talking about with this, Phil, is they're, um, and, and you've, and, and you've undoubtedly seen this with the new, new houses going in. They really build up the, the, um, the land on this property into a, like a, a little artificial hill to get the house a, a little bit higher than the, than the rest of the landscape. Right. And so, you know, you have the low, the low road, which is usually about the low point, And then, you know, quite a few steps up on this, on this artificial hill that they just built up with dirt to get, uh, to get up there. And that's to get the house several feet higher than it normally would be. Uh, now this attorney's calling this unethical. That's a little ridiculous. I'll be straight on that. Um, but you know, he is raising a good point that it does give people a false sense of security. And we saw that in Harvey, where a lot of those people who were in, uh, in the highest, in the highest zones 
uh, were getting a, just a ton of water in their house. And, uh, and a lot of them, a lot of them, when they bought the house, were told, oh, you're in a 100-year flood zone or a 500-year flood zone. And so you don't need a flood insurance because it's not going to happen. And that's not how statistics work. <laughs> so <laughs> before be, that's, and, a, that's and, how uh, slick sales work, right? And and, <laughs> and and before I go on my rant, because <laughs> Mel, Mel, you know this. Whenever the words, you know, a hundred year floodplain are uttered i go into a rant (laughs) (laughs) yeah so uh so before i do that let me give you an opportunity do you want to add anything before you can you know go go make a sandwich because i'm gonna be a while (laughs) (laughs) oh uh definitely i've heard uh uh the rant and and it's 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 very accurate i mean that's what's thrown around to uh, appease the customer, get the sale or um, just kind of uh, have the, uh, you know, whatever the question is, go away that, yeah, that hundred year uh, floodplain is, is thrown out there and it's, it's thrown out there so much that, I mean, even when we bring it up or if we say something, they, the customers act like they, they they know it and they're familiar with it. Like, oh right. yeah. And uh it, it's 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 just I mean it's thrown around so much that it, it, people uh, believe it and uh and uh you know it, it's just a myth. <laughs> yeah. Well yeah and 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 what where this term comes from is is first of all we shouldn't be using the term. Because it's, it's a misrepresentation of what the, the facts really are. And I think that if we worded it differently, people, more people would be buying flood, flood insurance, but I'll, I'm going to get to that. What this means is based on the data that we have, based on the maps that we have, we believe this area is, ha- is going to have a 1% chance of being flooded this year. Now notice what I said there. Based on the information we have, the maps we have, you know, we just took a look at the maps <laughs> and they're changing all the time. It entertains me to no end when somebody says a 500 year floodplain. We don't have data for 500 years. We don't have accurate data for a hundred years. <laughs> no, we have, you know, some data from that far back, but like the, the pinpoint accuracy that we have now we did not, we don't have that much data of it. We have several decades and that's it. And so 500 year floodplain is really ridiculous. But again, based on the data we have, based on the maps we have, we believe there's a 1% chance of you getting flooded this year. Now, 1% chance in a year. If you're, if you're, if you don't understand the way statistics work, you start thinking, okay, so that means about, that means once every hundred years, hundred year floodplain. Yeah. That's not what that means. That's not the way statistics work. 
And, 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 you know, right now is actually the perfect example of that because we had, um, I think a 500 year event and a 100 year event back to back, you know, there was, there was no, there was no hundred years in between them. There, there was no 500 years in between them. Uh, they, they were one year after another because that's actually how statistics work. You know, if I get, if I'm in a, if I have a 1% chance of getting flooded this year and I get flooded this year, next year, I'm not off the hook. I have a 1% chance of getting flooded next year. <laughs> you know, that's, that's the way it is. It's like, it's like flipping a coin. If I flip a coin 10 times in a row and it, in its heads every single time on my 11th flip, what's the percentage chance that it's going to be heads? 50%. Exactly. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't actually change because we've had a streak of something. And so, you know, and so if, if we started wording it like that, if we stopped saying hundred year floodplain and started saying, you have a 1% chance of being flooded this year. I think people are going to start th- thinking twice about flood insurance. Yeah, I think you're right. That's that's uh, just that phrasing will will get them to think about flood in the way they should think about flood, and um, also be uh, inclined to uh, purchase flood insurance because you're definitely not doing them any favors by throwing out uh, you know words like the like the uh, hundred hundred year floodplain and and uh, um, you know, the concentrating on getting the homeowner's policy and, um, you know, because they're happy they're getting their home, but you're, they really need to understand as being their, their agent that, um, you know, what type of, uh, percentage they have for getting flooded because that call that you're going to get when their house does get flooded and, uh, and they're saying, wow, I, I didn't see this coming. And you're going to have to, you know, lie right along with them. Yeah, that's that was just so weird. And you're going to have to play along because you you can't tell them that, uh, you know, you tried to warn them because you didn't. Right, right, right. Yeah. And that um, and and I got to tell you, that was uh, every every phone call we got in Harvey. You know, and I and I knew and I knew that we were very good. About, you know, bring up flood to people. Um, but every single call I was, I was like, please let me see in the notes that we gave them a quote. We did something, you know, <laughs> and they refused or, or, you know, well, I mean, best case scenarios, they had, had flood insurance and, and most of our, our customers who did get flooded did have flood insurance. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I just, I, I was every single time I was dreading opening it up and like, please tell me we at least tried. And, uh, and I'm very proud to say that, that in, in that case, every time we had, we had tried on, on everyone that, that, uh, that, that got hit, uh, got hit in Harvey. But, um, but yeah, that's, you know, and, these these type of phrases like hundred year floodplain are so ingrained 
in our vocabulary, especially amongst insurance and realtors. You know, that, that it just, it just rolls off the tongue and, you know, and, and I, I'm, you know, I, I don't, I don't blame our, our realtor friends for saying it if they do say it. You know, a lot of times they, they just haven't thought through what it meant or haven't ha- had it explain what that actually means and that, yeah, the customer probably still needs flood insurance. Um, and that, that needs to be, that needs to be a part of, uh, we as insurance people, that needs to be part of, of every single, uh, every single home quote and every single uh, home policy sale is, you know, do you, do you have flood insurance? I'll, let me, let me get, show you a quote for flood insurance. You know, we, we believe you need flood insurance. Um, and, you know, and just having that conversation and, and making sure the customer knows don't, don't put your faith in a hundred year floodplain. You know, don't, don't put your trust in the fact that your builder raised your house a few feet. Um, that's, that's going to help a lot. And, uh, and, and I, I think it's, I think it's a good practice. It's going to help a lot, but it's, you know, the, the day that the, the day the reservoirs are opened, the day that we get just the weirdest hurricane I've ever seen in Harvey, you know, that it, that's, it's not going to be enough and you want to make sure that, that you're protected. And so, um, yeah, for, for our insurance friends out there. Make it a part of every conversation you have. Yeah, and it, it, it's going to be something that, um, you know, now's the time because flooding is so in so in in our psyche with everything that happened so far, and and oh, yeah. uh, you know here in Houston and in Puerto Rico and uh, um, Florida. Um, so bringing it up every, you know. People know they 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 know about flood. They know somebody who is flooded. Yep. They've seen the 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 struggles to fix the home, and uh, you know now's the time just to bring it up to everyone because that's what we should be doing. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a great point. I I mean you know it is no exaggeration that that we sold more flood policies since Harvey. Than we managed to sell, uh, in two years before Harvey. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and it wasn't even close. You know, um, we, uh, we just, we, we, you know, we sold a flood policy today to someone who bought their home policy from us a year ago and, uh, and didn't want flood at the time, but now it's post Harvey. Now she's rethought it. You know, now she's looking at the price. It's like, oh, that's reasonable. You know, and, and, and that's, you know, that's the other thing about it. And, you know, those of us who are insurance in insurance know this. You know, if your mortgage company, if you're in a, if you're in a zone where your mortgage company doesn't care whether you have flood insurance or not, flood insurance is not very expensive. It's, it's expensive in the areas where the mortgage company is, you know, threatening you that you must get it. <laughs> that's where it's really expensive right. and they don't have a choice. You know, if they have a mortgage, they got to get it. But those, you know, those, those people who are not in, uh, in, in a, in a low, uh, in a low plane, 
where, you know, the mortgage company is like, eh, whatever you want to do is fine. It's not very, it's, it's probably cheaper than your customers think it is. And so, you know, it, that, that's what, whatever you can do to actually get that quote in front of the customer, you know, they, they're probably thinking that it's more expensive than it is. And so, um, I, we, we've, we've seen a number of people just really pleasantly surprised at how affordable flood insurance is. Right. Right. And definitely. And, uh, um, especially when they put it up against the, uh, headache of going through FEMA and, uh, waiting for things to get done and FEMA asking them over and over if they have insurance and what they need to do, um, in order to get assistance, um, it in, in their mind, it becomes much cheaper. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, um, okay. Well, that about covers that topic. And so, uh, we, we really do thank you for tuning in each and every week. We are happy to join you. We, uh, we really do like insurance. We like talking about this insurance and we think that there's a lot of us out there. And so we do this in order to connect with people to really, you know, kind of get the discussion going and to share ideas and best practices. And, uh, and so we are, we are here each and every week, uh, doing, you know, providing this for free. The only thing we ask is that, you know, you tell some people about it, tell, tell the people in your office about it, tell your, we, you know, we know that you have insurance buddies from across town. And, and so, um, have them tune in as well this week. This might be a really good time to, to jump on this particular topic. If it's been a while since you've gone through your, your homeowner's book and, and made sure that everybody had, has flood insurance, you know, the farther, the farther, the more time we have, uh, between Harvey and when you ask that question, the harder a sale it's going to be. But, but it, you know, Harvey and, and all of these, uh, and, and all the things that we saw because of, of Harvey, it is fresh on people's mind. And so, you know, uh, today is going to be a better day to bring it up to them than tomorrow is. And, and the more we put it off, the harder it's going to be. But, uh, it might be a good time to, to jump through that book and make sure that everyone's gotten, at least gotten to see a quote. That's it. It's flood is just a, such a, it's, it's wild because even when you deal with other coverages, uh, for the home, um, when you get a call from a customer that, um, you, you, you didn't really bring up a coverage to them and they're affected by it, it's that, it's that one customer. And with flood, it's a whole slew of your customers all at once. And, uh, you, you definitely want to be able to, um, take that call during a catastrophe and, and let them know. Hey, remember, we took care of you. You're, you're, you're good. And, uh, uh you have coverage. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. All right. Well, uh, thanks again for joining us. We will hopefully, you know, as everything goes to plan, we will catch you again next week. Uh, in the meantime, let's, uh, we have, we have a, we have a week ahead of us of, of, uh, of serving our neighbors by protecting, um, protecting them, their families and their belongings. And so, uh, let's, let's do the best job we can at that. Make sure that they are understanding the coverage and getting the coverage that they need. Make for those of, uh, for those of our friends who are, 
uh, in claims. Um, you know, uh, re- just re- uh, remember, you know, this is this is a just a job. It seems like just a job for all of us, but uh, but you know, when it comes time to a claim, this is an outright crisis for people, and so you know. You, we, we've, we've chosen this business for ourselves that we are going to make a difference in people's lives by, by, you know, uh, helping, helping to take risk off their shoulders and put it on ours. And so jump out there and make sure that they're taken care of. And we will catch you next week. Bye.